Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Global Watch International Call. Today is the May the 17th, 2022, and it is 3 p.m. Jerusalem time call. And this call is the UK Watch. And we have with us Barry and Brenda from UK who are presenting and taking care of this watch today. And thank you so much. And we bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that it's all the microphones and everything and all the things will go well in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask you to bless UK. Father, in a mighty way, Lord God, that it will do it. It will, it's redemptive calling, Father. And we bless you, Barry and Brenda, for all the work you've been doing all these years in UK and all your team. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Margaret. We want to convey that blessing over Derek because Derek's very kindly uh, stepped up to to cover this particular time. So we want to just tell you, Derek, how much we appreciate that. So thank you. So we'll uh, let me let's just commit the time to the Lord. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you that uh, we have sisters and a brother participating in this call today. And we just want to thank you that above all, we have Holy Spirit being with us. I promise never to leave nor forsake us. Just want this time to be a time to glorify the name of Jesus. Uh, we thank you for your word going forth and accomplishing all that you send it to do. And Father, we just want to tell you how grateful we are that you have called each one of us in to your family in these different parts of your created globe. So we give you all the honour and all the praise of Jesus today. We just say, Yeshua, have your way amongst us. Guide us by our Holy Spirit, direct us, and just um, watch over this time together, this precious time together. So we just uh, thank you for that, um, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. And before Derek um, presents what he's kindly agreed to present today, um, Derek has suggested to have the first song, which is something that we can always sing to with um, praise raising. So if I can go over to you, Margaret, to share the screen, that would be much appreciated. Thank you for sharing. And did you get the chat message, um, Derek? Um, yeah, I've just, I've just put in the chat for Margaret. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time, wherever you are. But it's a pleasure to to come and be with you on this call. And I was asked to, to be able to lead this and I count it as a privilege. I'm not originally from uh, the UK, but from the Commonwealth, Zambia to the specific. Uh, and and uh, what the Lord laid on my heart is really the subject of rebuilding. And, and the three points, it will be under rebuilding the altar, which is really intimacy, both personal and corporate. Rebuilding the walls, the protection. And also the third one, rebuilding the gates. 
and this I think you probably are familiar with with the the, the book of Ezra and Nehemiah. And it is a study that the Lord has been able to to uh, take me on, and, and I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, and I hope to share some of them and as as they apply to not only the UK but but I think to every city, every suburb, every nation across the world. And we are called to be agents of that. So the first one that I, I'd like us to 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 begin uh, to start with is rebuilding the altar. Now the altar represents a place of sacrifice. It also represents a place of worship. It also represents a place of intimacy. And it is interesting that the first thing that the children of Israel did when they were coming from Babylon, they didn't start rebuilding the walls. They didn't start rebuilding the gates. They didn't start rebuilding their houses. They started building, rebuilding the altar. And I think it is, it is significant that we as believers, wherever we are, and particularly I think for us, I think in the United Kingdom, that we once, once again need to go back to this ancient discipline. And I'm told, I've never lived all my life in the UK, but I'm told that there was a time in this nation when the center of community was this church. And we need to be able to bring that to not only, like I stated, rebuild first and foremost, our own personal lives, our homes, our places of intimacy where we gather. We need to once again, begin to establish that. And I think one of the ways that we have, yes, we probably won't be able to do the Old Testament to go and build bricks and, and lay stones, no. Because that altar has once been laid for us. The cross itself was the altar that has been laid for us, established for us by God himself once and for all. And 1 Corinthians 11 verses 23 to 26, which we all know, <clears throat> tells us about the need when we come and have communion, when we take those elements, that we're not only just taking them, we are actually proclaiming now, uh, where I come from, Zambia, we don't normally use that. I think it's only when I came to England that I realized that, yes, proclamation is there because it's a kingdom. You have the king. When there is the birth of a son or whatever, there is somebody, a herald goes and begins to proclaim. And we 
when we take communion, the Bible says we are actually announcing, we are actually proclaiming over the land. If it is in a home, we are proclaiming the sufficiency of that death on the cross. And it is interesting that our, our forefather Abraham, when he began to walk the land and lay, establish an altar, it is almost like he was drawing, he was laying a path for his children, his descendants. And when you read the accounts, Isaac, Jacob, they all went to the places their forefather had marked out for them. So that, that is the, the, the first thing that we need to be able to do. The second one, the rebuilding of the walls, the protection. I think for the sake of time, I won't be able to read the passages. Isaiah chapter 26, verses one to two. Second Kings chapter six, verse 17. Psalm three, verses three, and then seven and eight. And the last one being Zechariah chapter two, verse four, where the Lord says he will be a wall of fire round about us. So our protection is not in what we do. It is the, our protection, our wall is salvation itself. In fact, Isaiah talks about that. The wall, salvation itself being our protection. And we need to be able to proclaim that. The third thing is the gates, rebuilding the gates. Now, as we know, the gates in the olden days were places where decisions were made. It's a place of authority because the gate has the, you have the ability to bring, to allow something to come in, but you have also some, have the ability to shut something out. And oftentimes we, we complain about this, what the government are doing, we complain about uh, abortion, we complain about so much. But I think what we forget is that we have the ability to shut that out, to shut that wherever you are, Shut not in, uh, you have the ability to stand at the gate. In fact, Genesis chapter 22, this is a promise from God, verse 17. Your descendants, now this is the Lord telling Father Abraham, your descendant will possess the gate of their enemy. Genesis 22, verse 17. So you and I have been given that to possess that gate. And I think one of the things that I'm, I'm looking at the gates, we have the home. It's a gate, decisions are made, and they influence business, city, uh, town or parish, education establishment. Our children are subject to, to, to being told what they, and they're being given something. Media. We, things are thrown at us and we, we're men society is meant to believe that. What about entertainment, what we go through? 
parliament, Westminster in our case, and the regional assemblies. They are places where they make rules that affect some of them are ungodly. We have, we can go and possess and shut out that which is ungodly, which we don't want. What about the Supreme Court where, or the judiciary where decisions are made? And lastly, but not the least, 10 Downing Street, the executive, where decisions are made that affect us. And, and I'm equally guilty of that, that there have been times when I've complained about Boris Johnson, but I have the power to be able to possess that gift and to ensure that we want to establish righteousness in that. And let me just end by, by giving you a, a, a prophecy and I'll just read it out. This was by Chuck Pierce. And he says this, I've been privileged to visit there and minister several times. The last few times I've gone, Lord, that now is the time to us. In May 24, 2004, the Lord exhorted the English as follows. Prophets in England, you have got work set out before you. You are in a difficult time. This is a season when prophets need to meet together, worship, cry out, and press into revelation. The enemy has a plan to suppress the vision of God in this land. Do not get discouraged. You need to keep saying, and this is important, you need to keep saying what needs to be said. Even if it seems no one in this land is listening. There is an holy alliance being negotiated now in this land. This alliance will be devastating to this nation in the days ahead. This is a very formative time for the future of the nation. I have worked in time past to prevent this nation from aligning. And I think at this point, I need to be able to pause and say, I don't know whether anyone of you picked this up, that on the 8th of May this year, the church finally, 800 years late, the Church of England finally acknowledged and the anti-Semitism, the laws that were passed 800 years ago to expel the Jews from this nation. We thank God that this is happening, but we need to be steadfast. We need to get that we didn't allow this anti-Semitism, this, this spirit of anti-Semitism to come into our nation. I say to the people of England, you'll be contending concerning this alliance. Prophets need to contend. Intercessors need to contend. Apostles need to rise up. This is a time of choice. I will ensure that my message is heard in this land so that the choice is clearly defined. Two prophets in this land will go into the high places of governmental authority to tell them the dangers of this wrong alignment. If this alignment takes place, in five years, you'll be overtaken by false God. You are on the verge of being overtaken 
there is still to choose years of choice that will save us and determine your direction for the next seven years. I'm raising up the intercessory call in this nation. Watchmen, you must have a single This is not divided minds or double-mindedness. I'll offer an opportunity for this land to align with my covenant people with God with us. However, it's alignment. They'll find another alignment with Germany and France or EU at their door. Syria will also be a part of this wrongful align, alignment and alliance. We have a choice, and I'm calling my people in this nation into a time of worship to create portals that my glory and favor can enter into the nation and bring much of life. There is a sound in English that is other in my people. Join that sound with, the, with my sound from heaven now. And this sound will begin to cover and permeate in every high place in this nation. If you allow worship to develop in a new way in this nation, my presence will begin to rule in a new way throughout the line. Join your present sound of intimacy and exhortation with me, with my sound of war. Do not just sing songs with your mouth, but allow the message of these songs to pierce and activate your spirit man for war. I'm forming doors in heaven. As you worship, these doors will move into the earth realm and give you opportunity to enter in and present my message to this land. I'm calling you to celebrate in a way that your enemies shield from war. Do not resist season of war. Raise your shield of faith. Do not become complacent, sympathetic with the enemy that is in your land. If you do, your land will be overtaken. And lastly, and again, I want to repeat this, there is a sound. There is a sound that must come forth from you. I am going to reshape the economic structures and governmental system of this land. This, beloved, we are called to be able to stand and contend for our land. So what I want us to do is to break into four groups and pray for these three points, basically, over our nation. Uh, over the four nations, Northern Ireland, Wales, England, and Scotland. And even, and even as we're talking right now, we know that there are troubles in Northern Ireland. We need to be able to stand and claim the promise to stand at the gate of our enemy and possess it and bring unity and speak what we are called to be united kingdom that message needs to be to reverberate across the four nations thank you very much do you want just four breakout rooms um derek yes please yes please i think four breakout rooms okay
Right. Thank you, Derek. Well, thank you, Derek, again. It's, it's something that we, as all the nations, I think, need to take in. As you say, it was directed to the UK, but it equally is pertinent every area where the ecclesia can be an influence throughout the whole of the, the world. So um, one of the, we did have a prayer, which was, I think the author was actually Tim Sheets, which is good to, to pray. So I'll, I'll just pray that. Heavenly Father, we do just say today, would you let your ecclesia around um, this nation, but around all of the nations of the world, rise with great fire, passion and purity. Realign us for a move of Holy Spirit on the earth, like we've never seen before. Realign us for revival. Realign us to unseat the Antichrist agendas and those who represent them and replace them with the sons and daughters of God, locally, regionally, nationally and internationally. Would you release your power into the atmosphere of these nations and transform them? Realign culture and government through your power. Release angel armies to accelerate your kingdom. Restore geographical regions and territories to your defining purpose. Bring new identity and great blessings to the regions. Father, would you accelerate your grace on your ecclesia and validate that your kingdom is among them. Let your rule protect them and your power sustain them. May your presence fill them and your glory surround them. We declare we will align and become who we are supposed to be. And Father God, release miracles of realignment in our nations and in the people's lives throughout this earth. We decree realignment in the destiny of prodigals unwind twisted hearts and those who are bound in their souls. Let us see visible miracles and manifestations of your power in Jesus' name. So if we could, Margaret, if you could um, kindly share the screen with the final song, that would be excellent and uh, speaking and, and praising really a blessing over all the nations. That says it all, doesn't it? He is for us. He is with us. So praise God. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you, Derek, again for bringing that to us. That's so helpful. And we just wanted to tell each one of you how much we appreciate you all being a part of the Global Watch international family. So the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Jesus, and mute yourselves and we can say the customary thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you